Making waves. 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 This is the Making Waves VO Podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Here we are again. Welcome to the Making Waves VO Podcast presented by Full Compass. Go to fullcompass.com. We know VO. It's Kevin Kilpatrick in Nashville and Bobby Maxwell in Cincinnati. Hey, Bobby. No, I'm not. I'm in Nashville now. Did I say Cincinnati? (laughs) You did say Cincinnati. I am such a clown. (laughs) I mean, the the new year is here and I'm already making errors all over the place. That's okay. uh, Yeah, I know. Well, well, welcome, neighbor, to the Making Ways (laughs) VO podcast. It's good to be here. We have got a really cool, informative episode today, and it's going to get the new year started off right. We have a great guest with us. Our guest on this episode of the Making Ways VO podcast is a voice actor, chief operating officer of the Global Voice Acting Academy, rates and performance coach, and one of the industry's foremost rates experts and advocates. So much so that he created the GVAA Rate Guide. Please welcome David Toback. Hey, David. Hey, David. Hey, Bobby. Kevin, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, my friend, as well. Welcome. Uh, We're going to be talking about rates today on the Making Waves uh, VO podcast. Uh, First off, can you give us, David, a synopsis of your VO career and how it led to the Global Voice Acting Academy? Sure. I mean, um, basically, I started... uh, Kind of just, you know, I had the traditional story of I don't like what I'm doing anymore. I want to do something different. Um, had a, a pretty rough uh, experience. I, I almost lost my leg in an accident, almost cut it off, <clears throat> running into a steel beam at a charity event and uh, kind of set things into motion in life where, um, you know, I wanted something different because life was going to be a lot different than, you know, there's the potential for it to, you know, they didn't think I was going to keep my leg and then they didn't think that I'd walk without a cane. So I was facing a lot of things where life was going to be changing in a lot of ways. And I started thinking really about what I want to do. And that's kind of what uh, propelled me into voiceover um, and had some a suggestion from a friend who was in uh, radio advertising. She's like, you're so great. You need to do this. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll just do it. Um, of course, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll just, I'll that's just how easy that. it is. <clears throat> yeah, everybody, it's it's that easy, everyone. No, so I wound up, um, you know, th- that was a few years and that kind of propelled me to kind of do what I wanted to do instead of just doing something for money. Um, so that kind of put me on that path and I wound up uh, getting coaching from a local coach in the Orlando area, Tampa area, and um, not not to the caliber of uh, coaching that you know, we have at the GVAA. Uh, we'll say that. So I, I wound up coming across GVAA after I had some training and started doing some classes and just kind of was a, a, a mentor a little bit of or a mentee of Christina Melizia, who uh, created and founded GVAA and is the owner. Um, and I came across my first job I got I got from Craigslist. Huh. And <clears throat> they said, what's your rate? And I was like, aren't you supposed to tell me? Uh, you know, I, I didn't know, like I had voices.com at the time I had an agent, you know, this was like 2015. And, um, so then all of a sudden, uh, I was like, I don't know what to charge. Like, oh my God, I need to respond right away. You know, you get freaked out cause someone's about to give you a job and, and you want to yeah. get back to them immediately. So I did it for about 200 bucks and Christina was like, oh, I would have done a little bit more, but you know, here's some, here's some information. So I thought, you know, 
I should probably not be the only dumbass in voiceover that doesn't know how to charge for their their <laughs> rates. Um, I should make a guide for myself. So I made this small guide that you know covered uh, some things. I had a uh, a sample or a survey from uh, Sean Caldwell and some other areas that were like these are what current rates kind of are, and took rate guides from uh, Edge Studio and you know everywhere that had rates, and I kind of just kind of put them together into something that made sense for me. And I said, hey, Christina, what do you think of this? And she like lost her mind. And she was like, we, we need this in the industry. Like she had been working on some rates herself, like trying to solve this issue of the wild, wild west of rates. And it was kind of like this perfect combination of me coming up with this thing that I just thought, you know, would be good for me and her being like, oh, we need to address this in the industry. So she asked me to help <clears throat> work with them on it. And I said, absolutely. And so, um, you know, shortly after View Atlanta in 2016, uh, they asked me to come work for GVAA and we released the rate guide and the rest is history. Uh, and, and so, uh, you know, my career has kind of been doing voiceover, but, you know, working, you know, a lot with GVAA as well. And, and now, you know, I've um, kind of taken over running the company and I'm the COO and, you know, kind of do do mo- a lot, you know, I r- run it, you know, pretty much full stop. Uh, and so my career has uh, and voiceover isn't as full as maybe it would be otherwise, but uh, you know I think it's it's all come around. I've had some great clients. I work with some great work with some great clients. I've had some great jobs, so uh, it's all kind of there. But you know that's really how it kind of got started, and it, I can't believe it's already been like nine years uh, in voiceover, and uh, we're about to have our ten year anniversary at GVA next year. So it's it's been a wild ride. I can't really. It's hard to think back and be like, wow, that's where we came from, mm-hmm. and it's just it's so crazy. So. That's yeah, the story. It goes fast, doesn't it? It, it well, does. I, who, how, how often do you update the rates? I know you, you've been adding genres over the years. I've seen that happen. But mm-hmm. how, how often are you updating the rates or are you? I mean, you know, it's it's sporadic. And, and we'll say the reason why is if we if we were just updating them all the time or on like, OK, every year we have to do this. Um, it doesn't it, there's not a lot of stability in that, you know, and so. If if we change the rates every single time we got a bad rate from an agent or a job, like you know, it would be constantly bouncing around. So sure. we're we're pretty prudent with it, and we get people. We we kind of do it in large chunks. Um, and you're right, we have added more. We've reviewed, and okay, we don't really need to change anything. And so we we won't, or we we change some things for lifts, edits, and versions, and getting some information out about that, or adding uh, segments to certain genres. Uh, but we are actually starting a complete full or full scale rate guide review. Uh, we're going to be doing animation in uh, in January with some pretty heavy hitters in the industry. So we're starting that whole process. We're we're working on a, a brand new website and uh, a lot of other cool things. And so it's going to be kind of be this culmination, you know, new guide with a new site. Uh, and we're trying to address a lot of things that have come up in the past couple of years, like. The difference with digital media and digital broadcast, how we're actually going to quote for that when it doesn't match with TV and radio. And that's the methodology that we're using now. And there's so many different variances. You know, if you have a TV thing, there's only a couple ways that you you're of usage of usages, but that's not the case in digital. So how do we handle that? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, how do we handle the creep of rates in, you know, the combination of all these different things like lift edits and versions, exclusivity being thrown in now, and just a lot of things, you know, more value being put into 
for the same or less rate. So we kind of have to get, come together and figure out, you know, what's the reality of things in the non-union and how do we communicate that? And, you know, adding other genres like, uh, you know, podcast series, which is kind of like a radio drama, but, you know, doing things that, that are a little bit more well-rounded for where we are today in, in the industry. So that that's coming up next year. What was the baseline for the rates when you created them? Was that union stuff or how did you get your baseline? Um, we we uh, did like a rain dance and and the rates <laughs> fell from the sky. No. <laughs> um, so basically uh, it was it was a combination of union rates in certain things. And then also we just got together like the top coaches, top voice actors. There was information that Christina was getting from, you know, her massive uh, um, network, I guess. You know, I was very young at that time. So I was in the industry. So it wasn't a, quite understanding. I didn't have connections. So a lot of it was Christina was bringing things in. <clears throat> and then we were just having meetings with a lot of these people that, you know, casting directors getting rates from production companies and things that were kind of these standard type of rates, you know, agents, things like that to understand what should rates be for professional um, jobs right now. So it was a mix of those things. You know, if you look, there's some rates that do need to be updated, but they're on like hourly per hour. And then every additional half hour, you know, and that's a straight up union type of rate. So there was that initial combination. Um, but then a lot of just non-union experience took over once we started getting into the, the more non-union. Like if you think about non-broadcast, like, you know, please don't ever do a union rate for non-broadcast. It, barely, it rarely ever pays uh, equivalent of non-union. So there's things like that where it wouldn't make sense to say, oh, yeah, just do the you know, 487 an hour. You know, when you do an e-learning project, like you're going to lose a lot of money. Right. So, yes, you know, there's things where non-union really works and it doesn't make sense to go off of that. But then there's other things like radio drama or, you know, things like that that are per hour session time that do make sense. And therefore it, it follows a, a union scale. And I think we want to do that, you know, as much as possible to create some synergy I know corporate buzzword, sorry, but to create some synergy with SAG-AFTRA, you know, and at the end of the day, we're trying to create synergy. <laughs> synergy. So you know, have we want to be friends? You know, we want it to not be us versus them. You know, and that's not the case. It's just they don't cover the vast majority of voiceover projects. You know, and so um, you know, with AI rates, that's kind of we're working on that with Nava, with um, you know, as I'm a board member of Nava, so I'm. I'm Working that with uh, Zeke Alton and and, uh, and Sissy Jones, and, and we're kind of waiting. We're kind of going back and forth with what's going on with the union and how they're handling, you know, rates for AI. And there, there's some things that are kind of happening in the back end. So we're really just trying to um, have a unified front. You know, we don't want it to be a, a vast difference. And I would I would love, you know, the union to change how they do non-broadcast or just get rid of it <laughs> because, uh, yeah. you know, it's just, it's not really part of what the union does. You know, um, it's more about commercial video games, animation, um, even I guess audiobooks and, and promo, you know, uh, network promo. But for the most part, you know, e-learning is never, they don't, do they care about e-learning? No. So uh, I think there's, there's ways that we can kind of, we can help each other in that area. Hang around. We'll be back shortly. Hey, this is international award-winning voice actor Krista Walrock. 
and you're listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Oh, Bobby, it is the new year, and that means resolutions. That means what? Upping your game? Upping your equipment. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody on uh, Facebook, a girl posted that she her she said her uh, family got her a new uh, Sennheiser mic. It wasn't the 416. It was a step down, but everybody's going like, oh, wow, your family must love you. But that feeling of ha- getting new equipment is incredible. And we love our friends at Full Compass. You can go to fullcompass.com. And let's just go there right now, Bobby. They've got uh, excellent deals going on all the time. And let's look at, let's just click the deals tab for a second and see what they got going on. And let's see, I'm going to go down to categories and let's go to pro audio. They've got all kinds of mixers. They have lots of great deals going on at fullcompass.com. Ooh, I can I can strongly endorse the AKG P220 Project Studio Large Diaphragm Side Address Cardioid Condenser Microphone. It's on sale for over 50% off. Uh, that's a great one you could get. Um, they have another AKG, they have Samson's, they have Electro Voices, they've got all kinds of microphones on sale right now at fullcompass.com. Anything you need in our industry of VO, and you know what, they're free shipping on orders over $49, 365 days a year, 366 since it's leap year. What more could you ask for? How about a consultation on what to get? Call 800 356 5844 and you'll get on the line with a expert project consultant and they'll help you uh, with all your questions whatever you need and a low price guarantee and they've got that free two-year service and repair plan so what more could you ask for they know their stuff fullcompass.com we know vo making waves returns speaking of helping each other and 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 being an us versus them you know, there are some people that ascribe 100% to the GVAA rate guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, they believe in it. Uh, I, I believe in it for the most part, and I have used it, and I will be donating to you guys after we get off the well, air thanks. today. Um, yeah, you're welcome. But but do you do you find that you get shade? Do you ever get embroiled in controversy? And, and I, I'm teeing it up for you right here, David. <laughs> do you get embroiled in controversy with in terms of rates with uh, those that believe in different models? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think there's, you know, that I, you know, we've had some some instances where there's a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot, there's people in the industry that are more so on the capitalist side, capitalistic version of it, where it's, this is a service and there's a job here. And I don't, I'm not going to subscribe to rates because that hurts my bottom line, or, you know, it's a little bit more of a negotiation type of of model and it's about the money a lot of times and and not valuing it and valuing just getting the money in instead of it being appropriate dollars for what you're doing. Um, So there's some people that have come from other schools of thought that that they don't care about that. You know, they're not, you know, they're not an arbiter or a protector of what's going on in the industry and, and feeling that they are part of the industry. It's a little bit more of maybe a side hustle or the hustle culture or gig economy, you know, where uh, I'm just, I'm trying to do this to make money and it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I don't care what I'm doing. You know, I just want to make money. And that's where we see this drop off of, you know, upholding standards and, and wanting to do that because 
you want to do that for the industry. Uh, and it's a different mindset. And it, it's, a, it's just a totally different mindset from, you know, a voice actor. I, I, um, I say, you know, there's a difference between being a voice actor and being a voiceover service provider. And the latter is, well, this is, a, this is gig, this is money. And the former is, you know, this is a career and this is my livelihood and I'm an actor and I need to be compensated fairly. And it's not just about the numbers of jobs coming in to add up to a certain number, you know, and, you know, there was, and I, I think referring to a, uh, a post that, you know, I kind of put out in one of the Facebook groups and, you know, I received an email from somebody uh, that's pretty well known, somebody that I got my original information from uh, starting in the industry. And, you know, they, they had said, David, are, are you using, you know, a voice a voiceover organization's, you know, voiceover rate sheet and quote unquote, like I don't. And here's why. And I just thought it was funny because they're talking about the rate guide and yeah, I created it and I run the company. <laughs> like, that, I made that shit, yo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh yeah, I actually, I do. I made it. <laughs> so it went out to, it went out to a bunch of people, not just you. Yeah. It was a marketing list for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was, it was, it was a, you know, marketing list. And, um, and so I just posted it for fun being like, oh, well, yes, I, I do. And so do some of your agents, you know, and it's something that's widely used obviously. And, and I know, I mean, agents have asked me rates, um, you know, it, it's not uncommon that people, you know, within the industry on the other side, <clears throat> hiring talent or representing them, you know, come to me and talk to us about rates and things that are going on because that's just where things are today. So, um, you know, that it was, it, I thought it was kind of funny. It's just kind of ironic, you know, that you're sending, you know, asking the guy that kind of did the thing if he's following the thing. And it was like, yeah, kind of am. Uh, and so when I posted it, it did, it did get a lot of reactions. You know, there was some, uh, some people defending that point of view, um, that type of model. And, uh, and, you know, so there was, a, I didn't really notice it. I kind of posted and dipped. <laughs> I don't hang out on social media as much anymore, <laughs> rarely. So this actually took a while for me to post this. I took a screenshot of this email I got a while ago and just forgot about it. So I was like, oh, this will be funny. Like, you know, we just got the, you know, the VO service provider award from the Nava Gala. And so GVA has kind of been in, in more forefront in the industry uh, in the past couple months or so. And so I thought it would just be funny to kind of post that. And it, it, it did it did stir a little bit of a debate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that was good. You know, uh, you know, there, there was one person that, you know, was very supportive of uh, of this other person. And, uh, you know, but the, the the pattern remains. You know, one of the things that person said that struck that struck me was, you know, this person says there's a lot of money to be made on Fiverr and defending Fiverr. And I said, you know, that says it all right there there's a lot of money to be made on Fiverr and it's all about, it's all about the money, not how the money is made and what that impact is on the industry. And that's where a voiceover service provider lives and an actor does not, I think. And so, you know, I think that's a mindset shift of where you view yourself and if you're like, Oh man, I, I'm getting outbid on all these jobs. And you know, it's like, it's this gig work instead of this is my career and I'm in it for the long haul. Uh, and I think those two paths take you down, take you to different endpoints. And and I respect everything you just said. Um, and I do, I do check on the GVA rate guide quite often and send links to my clients when they ask about a rate. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. But I do you think that we're in a different time now? I mean, if you, 
if you look at how many jobs are cast from TikTok or any social media, Instagram, um, a lot of those project casters are younger and a younger generation that wants things now. Mm-hmm. So they they know their budget. They know what they want. They don't have time to go to an agent. They'd rather go to pay to play or Instagram or TikTok. And they they know what they want. So I guess my overall question is, isn't it kind of like there's this and there's this? And I mean, we all we all obviously want to make money. But like you said, we're, we're also voice actors. Mm-hmm. But we're all making money by doing this, at least most of us. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think we are in a different time. Um, you know, I, I wonder how many jobs are being cast on TikTok and Instagram. Like, I I don't know one person that's like, oh, all my work comes from Instagram. You know, and, and so I wonder what that is. You know, I haven't experienced it. I've done a lot of reels in the past, a lot of TikTok, never once got hired. Um, you know, that could be just I wasn't using it as a marketing tool and, you know, that's just something that I just haven't done. It's not really my thing. I kind of shied away from, I've grown um, away from social media in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But there's some people that that's that's their thing. I mean, S- Stefan Johnson. I mean, he's a I friend of mine. I was just going to say him. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and like he's just like, oh, let me make some stupid food review, and now it, it's like he's Cleveland's most interesting man or something. You know, it's like the social the social presence in our world changes people's lives. You know, and so there is something to be said, like if you're doing that and you're getting jobs there and, the, and that type of clientele, that's what they want. That's then in my, my perspective, that's the field you're playing in. And now you're taking yourself, you know, potentially out of, you know, the jobs, the, the, the rates they should be because the people casting them don't know what they're doing. You know, and this is kind of the same thing on like on the online, you know, the pay to play sites. You have a, a client that doesn't know anything about voiceover and they're casting the job for themselves. So what happens in that case? Oh, this sounds great. And and you get, you're, are you getting an actor? Like, do you know what you're listening to? The same thing at, you know, the at voices when they had their managed jobs and the salespeople were picking people out of the auditions. And it's like, that makes no sense. So I think it, it can be varied. You know, if you get good clients that are pro clients that, just happen to be online and they want it then there and now uh does that result does that absolve them from a proper budget you know where does that lie i mean if they're getting use out of it you know if they're putting a tv commercial on for one year on national tv and they want it right now and then you get it from an agent and you do the session in one, in a week and a half the value is still there so you know it's hard to say you know where does lower rates be are acceptable um the only time is when you have lots of volume and that's not something we can really control you know when you say like oh but there's so much there's so much more work out there it's like well am i getting it there's a lot of work out there but it's very diversified you know it's not like i just go down like oh yeah i I booked an extra 30 jobs this month like that's not you know that's not really happening where you could say okay i can lower the rates because the, the volume is there you know, the, the exact opposite is happening where you get one spot. Like I just got one like the, within the last two weeks where it was session fee. I think maybe it was three or five hundred dollars. First first um, year long usage. I think it was regional or national. 
$1,300. Each additional spot, $300. So it was like, wait, hold on. Where where did we get, where did we lose $1,000 from? Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of made up. And so now you're saying, well, here's volume, but now we're going to pay you, we're not even going to pay you the amount per spot. We're going to pay you, you know, $1,000 less for these additional spots. So it's going the other way where we would need more volume where a company's like, hey, we're going to hire you a bunch and we're going to use you. But what do they do? I see I see the same auditions four times a year because they're changing the voice every three months. So, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, I think I would want to see a lot of volume and that be guaranteed where you're going to come off of rates that will then affect everybody else. It's a complicated it's a complicated thing. I'm not going to say it's it's straightforward by any means. And that's why we, we have these reviews and we, we bring people in. And, and I'm a little bit more of a realist. Like, I'm like, hey, how many times have I seen $3,500 for a national TV commercial? You know, not oft, not as often as I would like. You know, so what's the reality of what rates are coming? You know, and that's something we have to talk about, look at, and then address and take all of those things into consideration, including, yeah, are we in a different market? Is this just going to be different? Has AI, you know... JMC has talked about this, and I've talked about it as well, um, you know, not through blogs and as big a m- megaphone, but, like, I've talked about the same thing where um, AI is going to take out the, the bottom feeding of the jobs. And if you listen to YouTube now, it's all AI. And so yeah. the ads, right. you know, so there's a lot of that where it's like, hey, well, what happens on YouTube? Cheap, cheap, cheap. YouTube creators are cheap. They want the cheapest thing. And so they're going to AI because it's tech and it's easy and they can just get it done and out. Well, that's going to wind up taking out some of the jobs that people were getting on pay-to-play sites and other areas that now they're like, oh, we just needed whatever. And that's why we went there. Um, you know, honestly, that that does happen where they're like, oh, I, I don't need anything special. We'll just go to, you know, voices or something and get somebody. <clears throat> and they're not putting a lot of effort into it. So I think there's there's some of that where that volume of jobs will start to creep away as we see people doing different things using AI and other services. So it is extremely complex um, in non-union, especially because we don't have signatories that are just saying, okay, whatever you say, whatever the contract is, we're going to follow. Uh, and that, that's where it makes it really difficult. Uh, so I agree and disagree at the same time, I guess. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're neutral on that. This is John Malone coming to you straight from the Malone Zone. And you've got the best VO podcast in the whole internet right here. The Making Waves VO Podcast with Kevin and Bobby. Boy, are you lucky. We're talking with David Toback, Chief Operating Officer of the Global Voice Acting Academy and steward of the GVAA Rate Guide. And David is going to favor us with a nightmare session story coming up in just a couple of minutes. You just mentioned something that I wanted to, you know, unpack a little bit. And it's the union versus non-union. What about those, David, that say, hey, you know, if, if everybody that is non-union is sticking with this GVAA rate guide, it's kind of creating its own non-union union without the benefits or, or bargaining power. Um, I, I mean, I think the one thing that the union does, that those uh, contracts are enforceable and you enter into a contract you know, with that, you know, that, you know, the each, um, you know, genre contract or the, the, the areas that they have, <clears throat> you know, this would be the, you know, the commercial contract, which is also on camera. But when they renew it now, they have to, you know, by law, they have to pay that. So it's a it's a it's a standard that is enforceable 
and is a contract where the rate guide is a guide. It, it's helping people to understand their value. There's no set rates. They're all ranges um, very uh, intentionally for that very reason. Um, because if we were to say this is the rate, now we're in price fixing. We're involved in union activity. And so there's there's things that are there for, for that reason to be a guide to know. And we talk about all the time, like this is a guide so you know what your value is, but it's your business. You have to make the decision for yourself of what makes sense and what doesn't. Um, and this is something that you can see where your value lies. Um, and to some degree, yeah, you know, the bargaining power, you know, we would be going up against SAG-AFTRA. And so that fight would end pretty quick. Um, you know, so there, yeah. there <laughs> I, I understand the premise, but I think the main, you know, the crux of it and the real main thing there is that, you know, when a union has a contract, they have a lot of lawyers behind it. And when someone goes off contract, you know, if someone's not paying the right thing as a signatory, they go after them. And so it's something a little bit more that would happen in a union and in the rate guide it isn't meant to it's meant to coalesce people around the value that they command because there's there's no other way for us to understand what something should be worth. Um, and, and it's pretty unique. I think, you know, if you, my, my stepbrother's a plumber and people in trades, they kind of know just what they should kind of charge based on an hourly rate. You know, they they kind of back that out or there's like, oh, well, John's Plumbing does their service things for 150 so we should do ours for 152 There's kind of like this knowing of what rates kind of should be. But when you get into the arts, that just all evaporates. And because it's based on intangible things that we don't back out to an hour, a per hour rate. And that's why people was like, oh, what's what's your what's your per hour rate? And you're like, well, it doesn't really work that way. And they're like, what do you mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so I think, you know, that, that gets it into the weeds a little bit where – uh, you know, people just don't don't know anything, and there's no structured education either. You know, if you're if you're <clears throat> in a trade school or something like that, willing to bet that they have some sort of education on standard rates when you're exiting a trade school or or something something to that effect. You know, there's a lot of areas where people just kind of know what they should be charging. You know, based on their industry, and we just don't have that anywhere. So that's what the rate guide tr- purports to do, and you know, with our of affiliation with Nava, that's the, that's the educational stepping stone that I think will make a big difference where they're not coming to GVAA specifically. It's like Nava is like, hey, this is, this is a great resource to know your value and people coming in the industry that link in with Nava can then be educated on that. And that's been the, the biggest goal is like, let us just educate people about the real world of voiceover and what rates you can expect, you know, pay to plays, all of that. Like, you know, I, I was supposed to start doing a, a uh, monthly webinar for Voice123 for all, you know, clients and new people coming in to let them know about the industry, the real industry that they were getting into, not the one that they found online by typing in, you know, voiceover mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, educating them to what their power is in the industry, what their value is, you know, as a voice actor, and so that they could make good decisions and participate in the overall voiceover industry that we all know, instead of it being this fractured thing where it's like, oh, I got mom's credit card and, you know, I, I have this, you know, the initial, you know, thing, I bought a Blue Yeti and boom, I'm a voice actor. And that doesn't do any anybody any good, especially the people doing that because they don't know their value. That wound up not happening. But, um, 
that that's really what's been important, the educational aspect of people understanding and, and just learning about the industry. Because the fact of the matter is people, I mean, I know people that have been, I'm working with someone right now, their assistant, he makes a lot of money, has been doing voice voiceover for over 10 years and still has no idea about certain rates things. And so the problem becomes when you're non-union, you have to be your own agent and you have to learn about all of these things because we want the money. We want the jobs that come along with with marketing to production companies and, you know, audio production companies and, you know, you know whichever way you're, you're going about your marketing. But then we don't know how to charge for it. So there's a lack of of deep learning of your business in voiceover because we're we kind of have a little bit of the shield of this is fun. This is acting. And I want to do the fun, sexy thing. You know, um, I don't want to sit there and learn about rates like I'm a lawyer. But I want to participate in it, you know, and I want to get a commercial project on my own and and be able to quote it. But then I have no idea how to do that. So that that part of the educational aspect is missing. And that's what we're, that's the gap that we've been trying to fill. But I think that I think that you also the veterans and, and people have been, you know, union or, or, or going by the GBA rates rates should should have a little leniency on those people that are coming in instead of calling them names and saying, you know, well, oh. I, I see that so much on social media. Yeah. And it just George Clooney did not become a union actor right away. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm giving you an example. <laughs> <laughs> when he went to Hollywood, I'm sure he did. it. And we're not saying you specifically. Yeah. <laughs> but but there are people that poo poo yes. people in, in real yeah, that- shame. People and and these are people that gotta you know keep their lights on and pay their bills. How do you address? I don't that? think shaming. You know, I think social media does a really good job of bringing the be- the worst out of us uh, in a lot of ways, yeah. and it's a really easy. And and it's part of the reason why I've left. Like I, there's just so much noise and so much crap that goes on, even in the VO community and in groups. Mm-hmm. And it's like, shouldn't you be working on your business instead of being on Facebook, like you know, bitching about? somebody not knowing something. Right. And, right. and it's it's kind yeah, of, yeah. you know, people go to a group to ask questions and it's like, why are you asking that question? You should know. It's like, I think there's a lot of people that, you know, a lot of us are hurt. You know, we've had a tough go of things with COVID and a lot of people are take out, you know, they project their own insecurities about their life or whatever. And it makes them feel better about putting someone down that, oh, they didn't know that. Why didn't you know that? There's a right way and a very wrong way to go about that. And, and if you're just going to educate, hey, you know, those rates aren't really serving you. Like you'd be really, it'd be really beneficial for you to like really learn about professional rates because if you're good enough to book the job, you're good enough to get an appropriate rate and you're losing out on a lot of value and you should value yourself more. I'd love to hear that instead of like, what you know, but, you know the rate shaming and all this name calling. And I just don't understand it. Um, you know, I mean, I guess I understand it. I, I just don't understand why people do it. Um, but it's there and, and, and I guess it's, it's like a collective, a collectivist mentality. I, you know, I really don't know, but I, I, I don't think, you know, if other people are listening and don't do it, just stop, you know, because it doesn't look good. Like I see it and I think lesser of you, <laughs> other people are going to th- see that and be like, oh man, that, I can't believe they, they treated that person like that, you know, um, spend a little bit more time in real life, maybe not on the, the, the world that we've constructed, in the world that is constructed for you on social media and on the internet, you know, all of us, all of our bubbles are different. And then that becomes our real life. And so I'm just not really, 
I'm not a proponent of that. Um, you know, I really want to educate and try to be, you know, try to be professional about it. And, and yeah, people have to keep the lights on. Um, I, I would just, the one thing that I would say kind of in uh, opposition to that is that um, if you can't keep the lights on without sacrificing your value, then you shouldn't be doing it. You should be doing something else um, to keep the lights on. Um, and, you know, in addition, or, or that's something that we should think about is that, you know, like, oh, well, I got to take dirt cheap rates so I can so I can just live. It's like, well, what were you doing before doing voiceover? You know, um, and, and I think there's a scale. It's like, oh, I do things for a little for less or I'm, I'm on Fiverr and I do things for barely nothing. And, you know, and uh, because I got to keep the lights on, you know, so everyone's situation is different. And so it's not a, a broad brush. Um, but, you know, it's like, yeah, like if you if you're not making the money you need to with the rates, like you're selling yourself short and the industry. And that's something that, um, you know, is something to contend with. You know, I think there's room, you know, I do things for, you know, I've done things for under rate rate guide rates. I think it's totally fine. There's going to be times where we want to build a client relationship. We, we want to give them a break. It's a nonprofit and they didn't budget enough. Um, you know, that just happened to me recently. And, you know, they wanted multiple spots for like a thousand dollars. And I was like, well, you know, that's not really going to work. I was like, but I can do this for you guys. It was like a friend who worked in nonprofit that referred me. And she was like, oh, well, I'll definitely keep these industry standard rates in mind for when we budget out our projects in the future. You know, so, you know, I think that and it becomes education. and, and, And I'll end, you know, this thing right here is that, you know, when you when you present yourself confidently and in your power as a pro, people respect that. And and you'll and I think you'll find that like this instead of just being like, okay, yeah, let me do that and make the thousand dollars. I said, well, hey, you know, here here are the rates that I would that I would charge. Like, wh- what's your budget? And they're like, oh, we normally do things for like around a thousand, or it was like fifteen hundred. And I was like, well, you know, for all of this, like that's you know that's pretty well under you know. And they said for two years, and I was like, you know, that's really not going to work. I was like, but I can do do this, and they learned. So now they learned, that, hey, we're not doing things with appropriate rates, and the good clients are going to be like, well, we need to pay standard rates. That makes sense and that's fair and you, you wind up build you wind up educating and building client relationships because then now you're the expert and they trust you because you're telling them that's not how this is you know these these rates should be more i'm willing to work with you instead of just oh i got to do it to keep the lights on it's like it's it's a little bit of that desperation mentality instead of being ha- having an abundance mentality where things are going to happen and then you you know you get a session that you make ten thousand dollars in, and it was a two-hour two session, and you feel really good when you close the door on the booth after that, right? Um, yeah. And so I think yeah. I think it's a long game thing, and that's what happens when you play the long game as a career instead of the, the short-term gratification. But I, un- I understand it's it's you know the it's a tough world, inflation's crazy, you know things, you know it, it's it's difficult for a lot of people. So I do understand that sentiment for sure. Well, billion here, billion there. Pretty soon, you're talking real money. Before you get to your nightmare session, one <laughs> one more question: um, Can you tell us a little bit about what GVAA offers a voice actor other than a rate guide? Everything: love, support, <laughs> uh, integrity. You know, free tacos. Yeah, free. You know, 
That's I'm gonna write that down and talk about that in our staff meeting next week. Like free tacos. We we probably get a lot of uh, a lot of people on board with that because tacos. Yeah, because tacos. Fiber crowd. Uh, but no, I mean we've been. You know, we we come from a place of integrity and and love for the industry and the people in it, um, and and not from a profit motive. And I, I think that's really what sets us apart. Um, you know, I, I coined a motto. You know, we do we do things for the benefit of a voice actor, not our bottom line. Excuse me. And so, were you holding for applause there, David? <laughs> no. I, <laughs> the coffee, the the lunch I just had was uh, was rudely interrupting. You can just edit that out. Um, no, no, keep it in. But the bodily functions. We're 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 authentic here on making waves. Exactly. Uh, so well, that's how I met you was t- taking some uh, webinars from GVAA. So, yeah. So that's that's a nice little perk. Yeah, and. And we've, you know, we've come from that place of educating and, and being able to, um, you know, let people know about the real industry. And, and you know, we were we were started, be, you know, before I came into GVAA, you know, Christina started it with David Rosenthal. And the whole thing was, you know, people were getting scammed the weekend voiceover, you know, course $5,000 and get two demos when you leave. And they were just like, this is horrible. Like, we have to do something about it. So we came from a place of people being scammed and being like, hey, we need to provide a resource, you know, so that people can get good coaching instead of these, you know, the Internet kind of was taking over at that time. Right. So now is well, now we have these people that are scamming people out of their money and they're coming, you know, into the fold. And it's like they got to start over. It's a waste of their money. So that's where we were started from. Not like, oh we could do some coaching and make some money. Um, so that kind of gives you the, the blueprint of where we started. And that's what, that's the core of our essence, integrity, love, support, uh, nurturing, and, and, and helping people uh, progress in their voiceover journey. So we offer, you know, we have webinars, like you just said, Bobby, we, we do a lot of webinars um, on current topics. Um, and if you hear my dog barking, well, that'll, that's authentic too. Um, uh, so it's been so quiet. Must be someone at the door. Um, but you know, we, so we do webinars we've done in the past. We've done classes like multi-day classes. We don't do as many of those. We do some workshops, um, like one day workshops. So educational events for sure. Um, we have, offer one-on-one coaching through our, our, our roster of coaches that are top tier been in the business for you know most almost everybody 20 plus years except we have some new uh superstars that have joined us uh jennifer sunbell and, and courtney lynn that are are just tearing it up in in their respective uh careers so uh and doing coaching now and stuff so we're always changing in that regard we have one-on-one coaching we produce demos we did about 28 demos this year um so we're kind of an under the radar demo pr- producer um we're not great at blasting our names out there and everything we do that's something we need to get better at but uh but yeah we we do a lot of demo production and um some pretty dang good demos if i do say so myself um and we also have our membership program that we started uh, a few years ago now and and we started that because we were like hey voiceover coaching gets expensive and when you're trying to really build a foundation you know just buying packages of one-on-one coaching with people gets really really expensive real quick so we devised our our you know live coaching based membership to kind of like a gym 
You know, it's like you pay your monthly fee and you come in and you get to work. And if you're the consistent, you're going to see results. And we've seen people just skyrocket in their careers. We've seen people just, you know, people come from radio and and have, you know, the problem sometimes losing their, their radio sound or, you know. Be, be, Who's he talking about, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> Are you throwing shade at us now? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, not. No, yeah. no, no. Just absolutely dot dot dot. No, not. just an example. You know, so, like was like sometimes it's hard to make the transition to b- being an actor in that sense, and people working on it is tough. It yeah. Is. yeah, and and, yeah. and you know, even people come like, oh, I did. Um, there's someone now. He's like, he did PA announcing, and the same thing happens. You you get that, you get that kind of projection, and you know, and mm-hmm. so we're saying, hey, w- it's the same with journalists, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Because they people that come from TV, yeah, oh yeah, news and stuff, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just because that gets in your head. And then also, like, I'm a polished voice actor now because I learned how to like work a script, you know, a few years ago. So now you have to unlearn, like, oh no, now I got to be really natural and real, you know. So they're, they're, <laughs> the same thing can apply in all those areas. So we see people that really work on things. I mean, we've had people that are on spectrum, you know, that have just blossomed and have really found their voice. So. That's been really rewarding, but we, we do that. We have live coaching. We have two workouts a month you can go to. Um, with We have a bunch of the coaches on our roster coach in the membership, including Christina, David Rosenthal, myself, Sean Daly, um, Brian Summer, uh, Katie Lee. You know, we have Carol Monda, Jeff Howell. Like, we have a really great list of people that are there providing ongoing coaching. We do a Q&A webinar every month, which no holds barred, you know, where we help people. Um, you know, you have discounts. We do consults throughout the year uh, for individual people. And, and we're introducing a, a new wrinkle to it where we're going to be really helping people on their journey. So when they come in, they'll be kind of put into a tracks, you know, our commercial narration, animation. And we have certain things along the way, kind of like an e-learning course. Do this, do this, do this within the membership. So they kind of have a roadmap of where they're going instead of just handing them the keys of the Ferrari and say, go have fun. Um, so... <laughs> You know, we've had, you know, we have around 200 members um, and growing. And so in that membership, and we have some really cool things coming out next year, um, a content app. We're going to have a streaming app for all of our content, which is going to be awesome uh, coming up. Who knows exactly when, but with our new website. So we're doing a lot of big things that are going to really kind of push the needle forward. Uh, And the whole goal is to help people on their voiceover journey you know, towards their demo and beyond. You know, we don't stop when you come in and get a demo and coaching with us. We help you brand. We help you, you know, find agent representation. You know, we help you along that path. So everything is focused on making people better voice actors and better prepared to have a career and have a business in voiceover. Um, and then and then we have the rate guide and uh, and. <laughs> And some other stuff, too, I'm sure, that I'm forgetting. And where can they go to get the membership information? Oh, yes. You can go to our website, globalvoiceacademy.com. And there's a little membership button at the top. And uh, I think we have a little little spiff for... The listeners, don't we? Do we? Uh, I, I would love that. That would be amazing. For for our Making Waves listeners? I think we think we do. Do tell. So we'd love to, uh, you know, we do, we do uh, promotions uh, on a regular basis, or not regular, but throughout the year. And so we'd love to offer a uh, promotion for all the listeners. You can get 
your first three months half off. So it'd be $29 a month. The membership's 59 bucks a month normally. Yeah. So after the three months, it goes to 59 a month. Or you can take $100 off the annual fee of, of $599. So that'd be $499. So you get 50% off for your first three months or $100 off the annual um, and just as a little bit of a forewarning, we are looking at increasing our membership price. We, we haven't done it um, for four years or so. And with all the stuff that we're adding, we're looking at, you know, for new members coming in, um, you know, there may be a different rate sometime in the new year. So, so act now. Something, yeah. So <laughs> if it's been something you've been thinking about or you think, oh, this might be cool, now would be a good time. You will get locked into the pricing that, you, that we currently have until – we release all of our, our new stuff and we're, we're, we're investing in technology and a lot of things like that and providing, you know, a, a lot more services. And and uh, so that's kind of where we are with that. And we haven't decided, but it, most likely we're doing that. So, yeah, this will be a good opportunity uh, to kind of get in and get in the fold and, and join us. And we'd love to have, you know, as many new people as possible. We love it. And we foster a really good um, community of love and support. You know, there's no judgment you know we become friends with everybody and we're there to help guide people and help them along their journey and it just becomes you know more of a passion than a job you know quite frankly and uh and that's why i live i love helping people i come from a you know my all my family is in medical or teaching and so it's only apropos that i get into voiceover and then find myself Mm -hmm. helping and teaching (laughs) so you know that's kind of where that's kind of the heart of you know, the people that work at GVAA as well, we're all very similar. David Rosenthal and I, Christina and Sean, we're all very close friends. And it's all because we share a lot of the same values and we project those values of love, support, uh, integrity, you know, into everything we do with GVA and into our membership. So, um, yeah. So say you've sold me on the Global Voice Acting Academy membership. We go to the membership page. We go to checkout, and then we enter a discount code. Yes, is that right? That, uh, when that, we check out uh, to get that discount? That might be helpful. <laughs> yeah. So when you get to the page <laughs> where you would actually enter all your information in, there's a little – it's kind of annoying. It's going to change with the new site and everything. We haven't done any updates. We've been working on the site for a while now. But uh, there's a little tiny line <laughs> – as an underline, it says, do you have a coupon code? Uh, it's not like usually a checkout. It's like a big box when you're about to hit the button to pay. So just be aware. We've, we have several people that miss that. So it's there and you click on it that. It is there. I'm seeing it now. Yeah, so. cool. It's there, but it's easy to gloss past when you say, oh, I got to enter my info. And it's very easy to go down like name, address, all that stuff. So um, yeah, you just click that button and the code is making waves. No E. Making waves. Waves. <laughs> M-A-K-I-N-G-W-A-V-S. Making waves, yes. Yeah, making waves. And David, th- thank you so much for doing that, for offering our listeners that yeah, discount. That's it awesome. is much appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. And the Making Waves video podcast will be right back. Hello, everybody. This is Dave Walsh of The True Tell, and you're listening to the Making Waves video podcast with my friends, Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. As a voice actor, you want to focus on what's important, right? Like pulling off the perfect read. You don't want to stress about tech stuff. That's why Full Compass is in your corner. With 50 years experience in pro audio, Full Compass has everything we voice actors need. Mics, headphones, monitors, mixers, interfaces, DAWs, all the goodies. And their certified product experts help with everything they sell. 
Plus, you can get free same-day shipping, flexible financing, oh, and a low price guarantee. See it all at fullcompass.com. Fullcompass.com. They know VO. Now back to the podcast. It's been a blast having you on, man. And before we go, before we wrap up, uh, can you share it? Because beyond all of this great stuff you're doing with the Global Voice Acting Academy, you're a voice actor at heart. I am. And we've all had <laughs> sessions where they, oh, man, they've been bad. It's like the director, you had seven directors, or or maybe you meet people in live sessions and they've got greasy hands, and you're like, what do I do with that? And, or it could be tech stuff. David Toback, could you please favor us with a Nightmare Session story? Nightmare Sessions! So I've been pretty fortunate where I haven't had any uh, greasy hands or uh, 17. I've had a couple. I've had, yeah, I've had some where there was, you know, wasn't so much of a nightmare, but, you know, uh, multiple people in different continents, like being saying like conflicting things like we want it more conversational. And then that's not really what they wanted. You know, like, oh, no, can we have it faster and a little bit more uptight? <laughs> you know, so we've had my fair share of that. But I think. Uh, my scariest thing was actually just last week. Um, I got, I finally booked with a production company that I've been on the roster for a while. They found me, you know, auditioned for them on Voice One Two Three years ago, and they said, "Hey, we'd love you to join our roster." And just haven't booked, you know, since. I, whatever, you know, how that goes. Um, but I've, I've worked with them on rates and stuff. He's, you know, they, they use GVA rates, and he's, we've had lots of conversations, so I, I know him well. And I finally booked something. He's like, "Yes." And five minutes before the session, I go start up Source Connect, and it says this can't be found. And I'm like, "What are you talking about? I had a session two weeks ago." Like, he's like, "Oh, ah," and I'm like, uh, "What do I do?" I'm like, "Uncle Roy, help!" Like, what? Do I? I have no. I'm like freaking out because you know, I knew there was going to be people on it, but it's kind of a little bit of the irrational thing because they're probably going to be like, "Oh, we understand the technology, but we're like, no, 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 it needs to be perfect, and we don't want to look bad." And so I'm like freaking out and I email the engineer like, I don't know what's going on. Source Connect does this. He's like, let's jump on a call. And he's trying to help me. I called, you know, Source Connect and left a message I'm like, I have a session in two minutes. Oh, I need no. to please call as soon as you can. <laughs> you know, so then, you know, at like one minute after the session was supposed to start, Source Connect calls back and like, oh, you just need to deactivate and reactivate the license. I'm like, why in the world would we need to do that? Like, it just magically deact, you know, it doesn't work anymore. And I think that there was a problem they had where a lot of licenses I think you're right. just were yeah. were like the payments. It, there was a connection of a disconnection, even though your payment went through. And if you're in Source Connect in in the um, the I don't know what you call it, but like when you, or the IP or not the iLock, if you're in there and it'll say like reactivate, that doesn't work. You got to actually deactivate and then go back, select it and activate it again because I tried reactivating it and that that didn't work. So it was just this weird error message that even the engineer hadn't heard of. And so I was I was freaking out. And so I, I was profusely sweating. <laughs> um, you know, that I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. And then everything was fine. It was a great session and nobody cared. You know, it was like five minutes late and they're like, oh, thanks so much for making time for us before the holidays. We really appreciate it. You know, and it wound up being really great session and, and really fun. So. Um, lesson learned, though. Crisis I'm, I'm, averted. Yeah, yeah, crisis averted, and I'll I'll definitely know what to do right. next time. And, and man, maybe maybe all, you will we, too. <laughs> we always have this thing, man. I I had one time that it happened. I don't know. It's been five, six, seven years ago, and ever since that one time, I always fired up, test with somebody, 
Uh, I don't do the tone test. That's gar- It's not garbage. It is effective and it has its purpose. Mm-hmm. But I always fire it up and test with Bobby or or other friends. And, you know, David, we're, we're roster mates with Tada. Yeah. And, you know, we've got that group that everybody's on, you know, hey, can you test Source Connect? So I guess you'd learn that lesson, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I figured that, you know, if I used it two weeks before that it would still be working. Never! Um, <laughs> lesson learned. <laughs> now I'll check an hour before a session instead of five minutes. Surf's up. It's the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. This is voice actor and studio owner Christy Bowen, and they appreciate you listening. It's been so great having you. A lot of information here. Yeah, we appreciate you answering the tough questions. Hopefully we weren't <laughs> too hard on you. No, not at all. I appreciate it, and... Uh, Thanks for thanks for asking the tough questions. It's important to kind of see other sides. And you know, I was, you know, talking uh, with Kevin. It was like, you know, I like, you know, I'm I'm open to countering information, countering opinions. I'm I'm not uh, strident, and well, I mean, I'm pretty strident. But I, you know, there's there's definitely room for solid, sound uh, difference of opinion to be kind of brought up. And, and I think that's important uh, in the discourse. Agreed. Great stuff. David, thanks for your time. And uh, yeah. globalvoiceactingacademy.com. Go check it oh, out. Globalvoiceacademy.com. Oh, vo- yeah. globalvoiceacademy.com. I guess when they've got the URL, the acting just made it too long. I, you know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. And now gva.com is a lot of money. So if you want to donate like six figures, <laughs> like can, we might be able to get gva.com. But, yeah. And don't forget the ma- Making Wabs uh, yeah. discount code. <laughs> yes. Ma- making Wabs. Yes, exactly. And uh, and if you have any other questions, you can you can send us an email uh, through the website, uh, through the contact form, and we can get back to you. But thanks, guys, for having me. I appreciate it. And I'm wishing you guys a great uh, new year and you know, great 2024. I think I feel good things coming. Absolutely. You as well. Well, Bobby, that did not get as ugly as I'd hoped it would. I mean, I was <laughs> hoping for a Maury, a Maury Povich moment. David Toback, <laughs> you are the father. <laughs> I just kept on wanting to say, can't we all just get along? <laughs> yeah, but, but, but you know, that what spurred the episode was, you know, the post that he talked about was I saw that and like it was a pretty heated discussion. And it, it is a shame, like he said, I, I'm so glad he did not, you know, buy into that and feed that he tried to maintain decorum and professionalism but yes, some people did. some people just like they like to feed into that and you know they call people names and like that, that's not necessary we're no. all grown-ups we're all we're not all pros uh some of us try to be but uh not everybody is and just it's all about learning in this industry it takes some people longer than others so just you know let them do their thing for until you, know, you try to educate them in the meantime that's that's how i look at it well said, Bobby. Well said. So uh, that wraps up another fantastic episode of the Making Waves VO podcast presented by Full Compass and FullCompass.com. And Bobby says, we know VO. The Making Waves VO podcast is produced by K2 Media Productions with hosts Kevin Gilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Sound design and editing by Jason Traver. Production assistance by Lacey Deline. Publicity and social media by Shannon Scott and Silas Phillips. Be sure to subscribe to the Making Waves VO podcast on your favorite platform. For all episodes, merchandise, gear, and more, visit makingwavesvo.com. Until next time, I'm AJ McKay. Keep making waves. <laughs>